1: Ladies and gentlemen, it's a brand new year, and I'm thinking it's time to kill the old ways of doing things, to stop singing the many. I'm just kidding. We're talking
2: about podcasts.
1: We're talking about a Podcast. A podcast. Merry oh. many Monday Chunkies, I'm Carter. I'm Doge. I'm Jordan, and I'm on my same old BS. Can y'all feel it in your fingers? Yeah, can I can. Can you feel it in your toes? I can, I can. I can. I can. I can Two chunks is all around us. Yeah. Guys, it's the it year exactly of. <laughs> I feel
3: it in my toes. That's exactly what I had fallen
1: into. I feel it in my toes. Oh, dude, we should we should aim to do an episode about that movie somehow because. It's or Summer of Love. we got all I got those. some yeah, we got real movies. issues with Love <laughs> we actually. Got we there are it. some. There's actually some issues there. I got some real beef with Love yeah. actually. Yeah. <laughs> Davy Jones as a recording artist. It's kind of cool. Now I don't. Okay, well, monkeys, I don't talk about Bill. the monkeys. Don't talk about Bill, guys. It's 2022.
3: 2022. Got, hey, chunks. hang on. That was a really good joke, and nobody acknowledged it. Something about the monkeys. You yeah, said monkeys? Davy Jones. He's oh, oh, like of the Mon- them. I, you know, I never even the
1: have thought about how he is the same namesake.
3: It's the same name. It's, it's the, the, the same, same name. name as a pirate boy. As a, as a, he's the same name as an octopus
1: pirate. Guys, That's what is it's funny. What does what 2022 chunks feel like to you so far? Could, could you feel the energy, the moment? Uh, so
3: far, it feels like me setting up something that I thought was a good joke and it <laughs> wasn't very good. So it's actually pretty much the same.
1: I'm sorry. 2022 I'm so chunks sorry. so far, um, let's go through the five senses. It looks like mm. the horizon is does open ahead like- of us, it tastes like, um, Caramel corn, weird. Was it here? Like, like a little sweet. No, kettle corn. Well, I like a, that. Yeah, like kettle corn. It's like a buttery, salty, sweet mm, yeah. kind of a situation. It's really good. What was your next question, Josh? I said, What's it here like? It hears like um, a rushing water. Ooh. Ooh. Rushing water, it hears like Ooh. to me. What's the other which one, senses? Which ones have you done? <laughs> smell. Do you have smell? Ooh. Like? Do you guys smell that? It smells like it smells like a big, a big wind. It smells like water sport. Oh. It smells like um, a big wind? Wind. It Smells Big like a win. wind. I'm smelling a victory, <laughs> a you <know>? mighty wind. <laughs> and if you're wondering what that smells like, it's like those air fresheners that look like a tree. Oh, the I like hey, those. Mm-hmm. Those were
3: stock- I got some of those as a Christmas thing. Aww, smell so those good. were stocking. I
1: yeah. also like the vent the vent ones that slide into your the carbon. clippies. Yeah, those, I like those a can kind of overwhelm me a little bit. Those if are you strong. get the
3: wrong scent, those will stink you up real mm-hmm. nice. And finally, mm-hmm. what's it touch like?
1: Silk. Mm. Yes, smooth I like silk. That. I love that. And speaking of Silk, this, that's the first transition of the new year, guys. Great. Oh, it feels so speaking good. Speaking of Silk. I've got nothing. Um, <laughs> Today's first mini Monday. Now we're back. Now we're really back. <laughs> of the 2022 Chunk season. We're going to do a little bit of everything. We're going to, to Dawes it up a little bit here. That's for those very niche amount of people. That was for me. Th- that both love Dawes and are hosts on this podcast. I like We're going DAWs. to talk… Uh, just a tiny bit of news to start. We're gonna jump into mm. actually the book of Boba Fett mm. because Disney tends to do this
3: money thing where they just don't keep worry. making it. It is a show. You don't have to read anything. <laughs> it's a show. You don't have to be it's a called, nerd. It's called book. No but it's a show. You yeah. don't have to. You don't have to be a dork. You don't have to. Yeah. Get they a really wedgie. Could, you they don't have to have have get a swirly. It. Yeah. It's called it's show of Boba Fett. Honestly,
1: the show of Boba Fett. So we're going to be reviewing that. And then in that back half of today's episode, we're going to talk about the worldwide phenomenon only to grow even larger in 2022 chunks of box office ball. We'll do a little bit of a rundown of uh, the game's creation. Uh, Not too much of the history of the game because I think only one of us would enjoy that. And then uh, what to look forward to, to season two, uh, especially for those of you that join our Discord, that join that top tier of Patreon. But to start, The Book of Boba Fett, we were talking about before the uh, episode even started, before we started recording, Jordan had mentioned that it kind of felt like, not necessarily that it came out of nowhere, but you just didn't know it was dropping when it was dropping. And I kind it of It seems felt like IMDB too. also didn't know it was dropping because I'm right. looking right now and their tagline for the movie is still, the spinoff of The Mandalorian will star Tamir Morrison as Boba Fett and Ming-Na huh. Wen as Finnick Shand. It will yeah. continue to star them.
3: They're not going to swap them out. I guess for <laughs> episode still, three or they're four, they're still or five. here.
1: Gang's all here, and uh, it, it. book of Boba Fett's. The numbers here for viewership because it's an interesting thing when you have streaming platforms. We've had episodes before that we talk about how it's it's kind of like when we we weren't selling CDs as much anymore, <laughs> like mm-hmm. albums weren't selling. It was about the streams through all these streaming platforms. So we talk about viewership now with some of these shows, and it was up thirteen percent over Hawkeye's initial episode over wow. Hawkeye's pilot. And so, yeah. um, which is still kind of infinitely lower than some other MCU stuff and The Mandalorian. Um, yeah. But it's kind of snuck up on me too to the point to where, you know, I think Doge had recommended that maybe we talk about Book of Boba Fett on Mini Monday. And I'm like, cool. And I'm looking at IMDb and episode one is already out. And so I was like, <laughs> oh, we're doing two episodes for the first time yeah, uh, that we talk about this show. But I think… Uh, one of the main things that I was excited about, one of the first things I went to look at, and I want to ask you guys a question. When you're watching a show, like a show you haven't seen or a movie you haven't seen, or maybe one that's familiar that you haven't really dove deep on IMDb pages yet in the in all the makeup of that movie, what what are you looking for
3: first? Like what, is, what are the first things that you go to? Cast. I'm looking at cast. Yeah. First, usually.
1: Um, typically, I'm looking for… Uh, I'm opening up the episode list if there's already episodes out and just looking at the general sort of average rating. A lot of times I find that the Mm. show rating and the episode average rating does not compute. Yeah. As though people are rating the show to boost it and then going in and watching the episodes and being like, actually, that one wasn't so great or actually, that one was Mm -hmm. amazing or whatever. So I tend to try and compare and contrast and then, yeah, I'll do a little uh, cast scroll. Unless it's a show that I want to be surprised by who's in it, in which case I won't touch
3: the cast Where are at these, all. Yeah, that's fine. Where are these first two Boba Fett episodes sitting? Like epi- like rating-wise on IMDb? Yeah, I'm episode one
1: is respect. a 7.6 and okay. episode two is an 8.6. Yeah. Okay. Huh. That feels about right. Yeah, tracks. I, I think I would probably, for my own personal rating, drop each of them a full point. I probably would yeah. say that the first episode was like a 6.5 and the second episode yeah. was maybe so that's seven. My, that's kind of my,
3: my main gripe with this show so far. And might end up being a super dump for the show. We'll have to see once we get, if there's anything that I hate even more than this. And it's Star Wars, so they have a a really great track record of making things that I don't enjoy so much (laughs) uh, (laughs) lately. Um, But the, the narrative decision, the framing device of like our flashbacks being dreams that Boba is having while he's in the Bacta tank. Yeah. Does not work for me. It is very clearly like, like in episode two, we get this the train sequence that is basically Lawrence of Arabia in space, which yeah. is cool. That's great. Um, but it is it is clearly building up to Boba harnessing desert power, uh, like in Dune, right, <laughs> to be able to take on the yeah. Hut twins. Uh, which by the way, that's uh the, the Wookie that we see, he's a character from the comics called Black Cursantin. Uh and he is a Wookiee bounty hunter. He has a brief history with Boba Fett. They were both hired by Darth Vader to complete a job in the years in between episode three and four, but yeah, they, I'm gonna need to see more of him. Uh, they likely for haven't sure. seen each other since That's then. I, I guarantee that we're building to a big <laughs> fight between yeah, Poba please. and Black when he came Chrysanthemum. out, I was just like, ah,
1: yeah, yeah. dude, same here, I didn't know he, a thing about him around <laughs> the corner, and I just my head, it was just mouth open, head shaking. No, I was just like, uh, uh, he's so scary. He's so cool. Yeah, but the, the framing basically. device,
3: like these, <clears throat> these flashbacks just don't work. Like they kill the momentum of the show to me. Episodes one and two, I think should have been combined so far. Yeah. Like virtually nothing happened in the first one. Like we could have stayed in the whole flashback for an episode, stayed in the whole present for an episode, but it's just, I don't know, something about it like just pacing wise isn't… Isn't really sticking with me.
1: Episode one yeah. had me incredibly worried. I had the benefit of being able to watch both
3: back to back. I wasn't able Ooh. to get to
1: episode one until oh, I,
3: I watched episode one the day it came out and was like, "Oh no, I this is going to be boring." I, I think if I had had to wait a week, I would be, I would
1: have been much more disheartened to spend yeah. a whole week being like, "Yikes!" Um, but yeah, I, episode one I thought was really, really boring. Um, I, I, I did not really enjoy episode one. In fact, episode one ended. And I saw that episode two was about 20 minutes longer than episode yeah. one. And I was like, Ugh, okay, I guess I'll sit through it. <laughs> episode two was much more enjoyable. I did like that one a lot better. Yeah. Um, I thought it was uh, at least fun. The train scene was awesome. Train scene was great. And I I like um, characterizing the sand people a little bit. Yeah. yeah I'm down for that. I think I that think was that's really fun. cool. Yeah. I, if yeah. we don't see one of their faces, I'm going to… I don't scream. think you will. I'm I don't think you will at all. They don't ever take I don't their, think you
3: should. their desert yeah. stuff off. I have to know. I mean, Boba, basically like, Sandalorians. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Love it. Mm. There are entire sequences of this show, same with Mandalorian, without a human face in them. And it's just puppets and helmets and costumes. And I think that is so brilliant. I think that's oh, so Oh, I love
1: cool. it too. But like, are, are, tu- are Tusken Raiders human
3: beings? We don't know. Will there be? That's what beings? I'm saying. They're not saying. human. Yeah, could be I don't human. think like, you're supposed to. I, I, does it look I, I like I a know. people
1: face underneath there?
3: I don't know. I don't think you're gonna ever see one without. I his, have his to know. It has
1: eyes. We know it has eyes in the mouth.
3: And I have, have to. Know. Yeah.
1: No, 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 that was in the bar. That was <laughs> a different alien. I was like, and a groin because. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, but <laughs> does kick one of them in the groin? <laughs> the you know, I didn't realize. I didn't realize until the uh, the concept art in the. Uh, credits at the end of episode two that all the eyes in the tree were Jawas. Yeah. Oh, I didn't either. I didn't even see the concept art. Yeah.
3: He saw those eyes and then in the concept art, it's a bunch of Jawas. Because he's flashing back to when they (laughs) stole his armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. How interesting.
3: I really appreciate something about the Disney shows that I really, really appreciate is uh, the amount of of practical effects and prosthetics that's going into them. Uh, Things like the Pike Syndicate, the guys who are driving the train, those practical effects don't look awesome, but they look very Star Wars, yeah. and so it mm-hmm. makes it still feel like it's Star Wars to me. Yeah. I think the practical effect of the Athorian, the mayor, uh, that alien is called an Athorian, and we haven't seen one of those in live action in quite a while, uh, and this is the best it's ever looked. I think watching That's his mouth a- yeah. yeah. talk
1: was gross, but I like it's it. an
3: incredible, incredible puppet with
1: the little like Peter Frampton yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> sound thing in there. <laughs> I thought
3: he was just going to be like. Yeah. Welcome
1: pa, welcome to I my think right home. <laughs> so I think that's
3: so I I don't want our boba fett discussions to turn Ooh. into me just bashing the sequel trilogy. No, no, no. And
1: I have I have a reasoning I think as to why I'm I'm with this lens. I think there's something to be said about Mando coming first. And Mando came first for a reason. The Mandalorian show because that was the brainchild. That was like this is the one thing that yeah. you know, Favreau wanted to create. And who's our, who's our basically Lucas's… Dave uh, Filoni. Dave. Dave Filoni. Yeah, Filoni. And, and those two working together, bringing in some of these uh, aspects that we're continuing to see from the Clone Wars, which continues to be the highest rated and probably most beloved in canon uh, yeah. of the Star Wars world. I, I haven't seen all of it, but I know yeah. that you all have, and I think y'all could probably agree with that. Um, but yeah, pulling that together. And I I kept trying to do this whole thing of like, what what if Boba, the book of Boba Fett came first? And I couldn't even wrap my head around it because it doesn't. It, it was never supposed to. Right. Yeah. It was supposed to be first. I Things that were great for me is it still looks gorgeous. It still looks like they're spending oh, yeah. money on this show. Oh, 100%. The pockets are deep. Um, I was really excited to see Favreau was still on board. And that confirmed in my mind, so he's going to have three shows that are all in the same universe that he's working with, uh, with a handful of people. And there's names that show up again, like thank God Ludwig Gorenson is back. Yeah, um,
3: that you know, that Boba Fett theme is so cool. Mm, the way that I he's like, like kind of incorporated a, like a Maori influence. Yeah, is it super, almost super yeah, great.
1: it feels like a you know where Mando was an old western. It feels like this is kind of like a tribal yeah uh, vibe to it, and I like it a lot. Um, Robert Rodriguez is playing a huge role in like, yeah production and directing in this because he directed the Boba Fett episode. Uh,
3: of, of, of Mando, Mando season two.
1: I yep. I have found myself... So here here's here's my two kind of last thoughts thus far. Um, I have found myself both missing the little like... Kind of <WORiği> like the little like Mando... Or the...
2: Because
1: <behaving> I like those so much. However, yeah. the music for Boba Fett fits Boba Fett much better. Yeah. So like yeah. props to them because the music is really fantastic. Yeah. Um, my my last final sort of thus far thought on Book of Boba Fett is Tamura Morrison is a camp master. He yeah. is so fun. Like the the I don't know even what word to to use here. The, he treats every scene as though it is life or death. As Boba yeah. Fett, and absolutely. It's, it's cracking me up, but it also does feel really intentional.
4: Yeah, and I, I like he it. Feels a lot.
1: like. He feels like eighty Schwarzenegger sometimes, which is such a great thing for Boba Fett to be. Um, Because honestly, I think until you know a helmet comes off and we find out the twist that he's the clone, like every yeah (laughs) every clone looks like him. Right. Um. He kind of felt robotic in a way almost. Yeah. Because we we didn't see too much. So, and I'm I've got such I'm a sucker for anything Boba Fett because we talked Mm -hmm. about and I think it was during the. Talking about the Christmas special uh, (laughs) where we actually see Boba Fett for the first time but in cartoon form. Mm -hmm. That it's just so Star Wars and so pop culture that Boba Fett even has a show right now. To hone in on this guy. It's fan service, right? Like the whole thing is like we are trying to make sure that we're pleasing people because they won't stop talking about this guy. Yeah. Do you think that in this season of television, Boba Fett meets another clone?
3: Um… I don't know what clones are left alive. I think Captain Rex is still alive, but I don't know that any others are still alive. There, there are a small <clears throat> handful still alive. He does voice
1: all of them, right? So And and we've got the Clone Wars world. So And I actually think, I, I actually feel like I remember one of them is on Tatooine.
3: Um, Could be. There's yeah, I don't know. On Tatooine, I know for right? sure Rex is alive, but Boba, Boba's whole deal is that he's an unaltered clone. He doesn't have the accelerated aging that the clone soldiers did. And so Boba being old means those clones would be quite old. I mean, the aging does slow once they reach maturity.
1: I just think it would be cool for Boba for Tamir Morrison to get a chance to play like an old
3: clone, like
1: a very old clone.
3: Specifically Captain Rex, but I think we're probably saving Rex for the Ahsoka show. Also,
1: oh, definitely Rex is in the Ahsoka show. He's absolutely killing it as a, and I don't know how often we get a, like, protagonist kick-butt character that's over, in real life, over 60 years old. I know. It makes me think of Clint Eastwood, like, just
3: walking around and kicking butt. Is Tamir Morrison
1: that old? Yeah. Wow. It makes me
3: think of Willem Dafoe that we just, who we just watched in No Way Home, who right. is 66 years old. Sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I just think it's super cool. I, I'm enjoying it so far. It's just, you know, a lot of the pieces are there on screen and off for me to be like, okay, like I'm obviously going to keep, keep watching this. Sure. And I, sure, I think sure. Even if the first two episodes were bad, I'm still interested enough in the
3: Star Wars universe. Oh, definitely. To keep watching this well, show. And
1: I don't think episode two was bad, honestly. I really don't. Yeah. yeah. It's
3: just, yeah, I think it was much better than episode one. Yeah. I think something these Disney shows do well is returning alien types from the original trilogy. Totally. Mm-hmm. Like it totally feels like the same world, just like eight or nine years later that yep. we saw in 1977. Yep. Yeah. 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 I think something I feel this like- Disney show has not done well is give us a compelling reason why Boba is a better ruler of the crime families on Tatooine yep. than Jabba or than Bib Fortuna. Other than why- just like, I want to do it now other than he's the protagonist and the show's named after him, we don't really have a compelling reason why it can't just revert to the control of the twins, why the Hutt syndicate can't keep controlling Tatooine. Yeah, yeah. We'll
1: see. I don't think it should be. I hope it's not a show that's like, man, time for Boba to get his. Like it's like I want him to actually find purpose yeah, in something outside of just… Well, it seems like vendetta. they made a big deal about the the slave mines of Kessel. And so I'm wondering yeah. if the, if the thing is going to be that the Hutts are willing to use slave labor and Bobo wants to stop that. That's what I'm
3: wondering if that's kind yeah. of where it's heading. <clears throat> Which yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. The slave mines of Kessel, that's where the Wookiees are, right? I believe That's so. where the Empire enslaved all the Wookiees to mine Spice. Yeah.
1: We get to see the slave mines in Solo, in Solo right? right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, Cool. um so yeah, that's that's our first couple episodes of the Book of Boba Fett. Again, Favreau kind of has a trinity that he's been given uh, full reign over. What's this the third the, one? That he's doing the Obi-Wan show. Oh, he is. I didn't realize yeah. he was doing that too. Cool. Yeah. And so it's kind of like… Is that this three, year? I don't know if it's the end of this year or it's the time that the Book of Boba Fett reviewed, but 2023. Or like uh, dropped oh, okay. 2023. Yeah. I'm not totally sure. Okay. Um, but he's got those three because they could all like, you know, cross paths. I think uh-huh. that's why he did that. Yeah. Aren't Mando um, season three and the Ahsoka show supposed to be this year though? I don't know. Could we get I don't three know. Disney,
3: seasons of Star Wars this Disney week? is so… With their, their I mean, Disney with Plus Marvel. shows, they keep it so close to the chest until mm-hmm. like a month before they come out. And they're like, oh, by the way… Yeah, that's true. Which makes it really hard to plan a podcast around. <laughs> that's true. Yes, it does.
1: Ahsoka releases… It doesn't say… I'm not sure. Very excited for that one too. But do we take a, we do a bit like a money break? Little cash, little dollar dollar bill break. I got to refill my coffee cup. Do we have time yeah. to,
3: to make me enough money to do it? Refill mm. your coffee cup and let this next ad fill our coffers. That's 2022 chunks, baby. We're back.
2: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.
4: Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed making money as much as I did. Wait, you did it. it. It's not your podcast. (laughs) I want to talk a little bit of news, uh, and it's it's all money stuff, as we lead up to our conversation about box office ball. But we already talked about how Book of Boba Fett had a 13% increase in viewership for its uh, pilot episode over what Hawkeye had during that holiday season. Uh, Lots of other things making money. (laughs) No Way Home is just about at $1.4 billion worldwide, meaning that Spider-Man No Way Home is already… One of the top 15 highest-grossing releases worldwide of all time. Wow. You saw um, that it's
3: Sony's highest-grossing film of all time.
1: Which is absolutely, absolutely wild. Yeah. And so incredibly exciting for the movie business. I I had not projected this when we were looking at 2021, uh, getting really geeked out a little bit about movies coming back and stuff. I would have never predicted… Now I, I would have said that No Way Home would make the mo- most money in 2021 but not that it would make double of a James Bond movie.
3: Yeah. Literally that's crazy. twice
1: as much mo- money as James Bond. So I think it's what a perfect movie to be in the season that we were to kind of bring things back. Well, perfect for some of
3: us. Yeah, perfect for some of us. <laughs> for maybe two of the maybe two of the pod boys. <laughs> what wasn't it perfect for you? Oh, what was wrong for you? A Gloria Bishop was uncredited. Oh, 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 oh. Yes,
1: sorry. No, I, was more, I wasn't even talking about. Yeah, okay. I totally see that. She wasn't yeah. in the soup kitchen.
3: Well, yeah. she was. Well, she was, but she's but the, she har- wasn't. the hardest working actor in Hollywood and gets none of the credit. Gets, gets absolutely none of the credit. Um,
1: box office ball. Maybe on tomorrow's episode when we talk about Catwoman. Get ready, y'all. <laughs> uh, hey,
3: have we actually said that yet? We haven't even have told we said that yet. Yeah. Wow. Hey, <laughs> by the way, we're watching Catwoman. Hey, we're watching the Cat Halle
1: Berry Woman? one. If you're like, is there the a Halle good Berry one somewhere? Catwoman. No, there isn't.
3: Yeah, this is. But uh, yes, there we'll, is.
1: We'll have plenty of time to really dissect the hairball that is uh, Halle <laughs> yeah. Berry's Catwoman. Yeah. Woof. Um, but for now, box office. I mean, ball, meow. <laughs> meow. I've got a few uh, exciting new aspects that we're gonna have to box office ball. Uh, quick rundown. If if we we've got a lot of new listeners recently, box office ball was kind of this uh, not necessarily out of the mind of Zeus, out of nowhere, but it was out of a pod boy that plays fantasy football and likes sports, and then also likes movies and try and try to find some kind of world. But that's all of to, us. How will they know to, to bring them both together? Um, but box office ball is a roster of actors and actresses that you make money into your purse based off of the movie releases that each of these actors would have during a given time frame in the calendar year. And so, for instance, this year, uh, there were teams that made $800 million. There were teams that made $2 billion, $3 billion. Uh, And the winner is uh, pretty easy at the end of it. You can tell just because of how much money you make. We use Box Office Mojo. Uh, which tells you the worldwide gross. And so that's the way that Box Office Ball works. And so I want to do a few basic rundowns of that in case anybody wanted to start that at home. If you wanted to join it with celebrities uh, and with your pod boys, you can get on our patron level, the $5 tier in Discord. We have a channel on there for Box Office Ball. Uh, It looks like, guys, that we're going to have about the same amount of people that we had in season one. Cool. We've got some people coming in that are new. We have some people... Uh, returning, obviously, the three of us are playing it again. What would you say for people coming into box office ball? What kind of tip would you have for anybody that was jumping into this uh, unique game? I'm hesitant to give any real tips because I don't want them well, to be used against. And that's the me. thing too. Don't yeah. give. Don't give like. No, I'm trying give to give like a general thing. Here's what I'll say though. Like here's what I'll the the say. This this is the biggest tip that I can give that's not revealing my own personal methods. Here's the mistake I've seen a lot, both in our league and in others that people have told me about or that we have seen posted or whatever. When you make a pick, just make sure that person has a movie coming out. Yeah, that's actually huge. I've seen a lot of people be like, man, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, one of the biggest actors on the planet. He's going to rake it in. And then they pick him. He has one movie over the the span of that season. It's like, yeah, he's huge. But this person's in five things. Mm-hmm.
3: But Zendaya's on the board.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I would just say uh, there were there were a couple picks during our season
3: of box office ball that when the people made the pick, I was like, did I miss something? And looked them up and I was yeah. like, oh, no. Uh oh. Yeah. 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 I think my my biggest my biggest advice is don't get too twisty with it. <laughs> Cause I got pretty twisty with it.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, and I was like, this guy, uh, he he steps on for one tiny scene in like three movies here. Gloria Bishop is this tiny little extra role. She's in the crowd in Dear Evan Hansen. She's in the crowd in respect. She's in the soup kitchen in Spider-Man. Uh Amazing. Doge thought that he was petting a cat slowly on his lap while he was planning out his box office ball team. He thought that he was like,
1: excellent. Yes. Yeah. Yes indeed. But, but then the camera turns, panned out and he was just like petting a blanket that was wadded yeah. up on his lap. And he was Turns out I at was, was actually
3: I was actually petting the cat the wrong way up. And the cat turned around and and scratched away Inside. all my he, he was women. petting
1: the insides of
3: the cat. I, petting, so I, I the had eyes. my hat, my my hand was on the cat's throat, and I was scratching him on like the a intestines. muppet, like the way you scratch a muppet. Exactly, <laughs> but yeah, just don't get too twisty with it. Like probably Zendaya is a better pick to get Spider Man money than Gloria Bishop is, and it doesn't matter that Gloria Bishop is a tiny role in three things, and Zendaya is a huge role in two things. You better Zendaya make sure probably, you get that Spidey money. Zendaya is probably still a better Spidey pick. Money. Yeah. Having Spider-Man
1: No Way Home and not having Spider-Man No Way Home is the difference between like second place and last. Right. Yeah. Because it's the most money. And so a a tip that I do and I think a lot of us do is on IMDb as well. And you can find a lot of websites that have release calendars. And release calendars become a little bit less reliable in the era of COVID um, than they have before. And so if you feel like some things are certain… Or there are sure things. Those are the things that you probably should go for. Sure things in terms of it will stick to its release date or at least relatively close. Uh, and the production company. So a lot of the times production companies uh, like, uh, you know, Disney usually stays pretty consistent. Uh, outside of COVID, again, COVID was kind of an outlier there. Um, are are going <laughs> Yeah, go nobody really planned that. for that, huh? Nobody really planned for that. <clears throat> um, if they did, the I'd movies, like to speak to them. I'll tell you that. Season… Season two, So we've split the calendar year into two different seasons. Uh, and that's probably more appropriate… Because it feels like… With the way that movies are moving around… Uh, I mean Morbius was supposed to be released… I think in like 2008. Now it's… <laughs> now it's… I this heard they were just… April.
3: They were just supposed to play it on the screens in a Hollister. It was never actually yeah. supposed to go to theaters. That trailer… That would work. I don't
1: remember if we talked about it. That trailer looks Terrible. Yeah, that movie doesn't bad. look very good at all. It looks pretty bad. So maybe that's a thing where
3: you're But like, yeah, it got booted like just <laughs> earlier this week. It was supposed to come yeah. out end of January and now it's April.
1: What? Now it's April.
3: Yep. Yeah. Jeez, man. It got bumped again. Sony <laughs> so, wants uh, to push that a little bit so people still keep going to see Spider-Man. They don't see a yes. stinker and go, oh no, I think I'm out on this Spider-Fellow <laughs> and all his <laughs> magic friends. All his good buddies. Yes.
1: Um. Each season, the window of the season start and end means that's the only time that you are banking any money. And so this season, season two starts January 14th and it will end July 22nd, okay? And that was because we looked at the release calendar and said, you know what? There could be some people, especially with that last pick, horror movies do pretty well no matter when they come out. Scream releases on January 14th and then the July 22nd release is Nope. Nope. Jordan Peele's Nope comes oh, out on July yeah. 22nd. Mm. And so a few big hitters that could make some money. I'll just run through this. This is one of the things that I like to do is write down movies that are coming out during that time frame. This is what you start to play with and then try and prioritize what movies you think will make more. But we have Scream in January 14th. February releases include a handful of things. And remember, that's a lot of the influence of seeing uh, Black Panther kind of paved the way for production companies knowing you can make money at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. February, it's a billion dollar movie yep. in February, but February has now. Moonfall. Don't forget that the secret sauce is it's got to be good. <laughs> it does have to be good, and it needs to. be oh, Well, I way. think that's why they moved Morbius.
3: Sure, yeah, yeah. probably.
1: Uh, Moonfall, which is the Halle Berry like in space movie, I don't real hot I've on Halle Berry that. right now. So let's yeah, I'm on yeah, a big Halle Berry everywhere. kick. We also have Jackass Forever, and you laugh at that. Mm. Oh, I movies. forgot. No, that movie's going to. Crush. Those movies make a lot. It's going to do a of lot of money. dollars. February also has Death on the
3: Nile. It's the next uh, Hercule Poirot type movie. Dude, that was… I I remember drafting that team when we did the box office ball draft at the beginning of 2020, like two full years ago. That was supposed to come out. Yep. Uh,
1: And then uh, February will be rounded out by Uncharted, which is another Tom Holland movie. This is Tom Holland like immediately going into… It's it's kind of felt like when Chris Evans said goodbye to Steve Rogers and then was in Knives Out. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, hey… More power to you, man. Try and break the mold of the icon. As somebody who's a
3: huge fan of the Uncharted games, I feel like I'm supposed to be the target audience for this Uncharted movie. Sure, and I'm not interested, like in the slightest, to be honest. Yeah.
1: So we'll see. Like, is that a indicator of how a lot of other people feel? I don't know. It just doesn't feel like it's got super buzz. Mm -hmm. Uh, What does though is what starts off March, and that's the Batman. Obviously, we know. That's coming. We've got a series called Batman that leads all the way up to that. Um, but the Batman comes out March 4th. And then in, also in March, we have another Pixar movie. Honestly, guys, it doesn't matter. Uh, what I mean, guys, I mean like Chunkies, those listening. It does not matter if you know anything about the movie at all. If it says Pixar, yeah, might be a good idea to try and get in on, on the box office ball team. But Turning Red is coming out uh, oh, in March. Oh, the panda, uh, the red panda. The red panda. Yeah, the yeah. red panda movie. And then March ends with Downton Abbey. There's a Downton Abbey movie wow. that's finally being released called A New Era. I mean, if we're talking about Worldwide Box Office, that's. Is it like difference. in the future? I have no idea. Morbius is now. I feel April like you're 1. giving away all the How secret sauce for what movies that our enemies no, no, no. should be looking out no, for. No, I'm not. Not all of them. Not all of them. And if I am, maybe it's competitive. Uh, Morbius is April 1st now. Yeah. Isn't that hilarious? Yeah. April Fool's Day. Is it a Jared? Like it's Jared Leto's a
3: real April Fool.
1: JK, Dang, this is Dallas. Dallas Byers Club, too. Uh <laughs> speaking of sequels, Sonic is also in April. Fantastic Beasts, where's Dumbledore this time? I can't remember the name of the which what's after the where call? Hey, where Fantastic Beasts, hey, where Dumble, where Dumbledore go? Where, where Dumbledore? Where Dumbledore go? Oh no, uh, I actually think it's called Fantastic Beasts. Open the Dumbledore. Open the Dumbledore. It's Love is an open <laughs> Dumbledore, I think. <laughs> open Dumbledore. Um, Then we get into May, right? So May, June, July have always been big time money makers. And so if you were dropping a target. That's why I shake. That's why I always shake May, June, and July so hard. Mm. Just shake them up. I shake them so hard. Shake those money makers. Uh, Multiverse of Madness is the beginning of March. Sorry, beginning of May. The end of May is Top Gun Maverick finally. And it seems Mm. pretty certain it's going to be coming out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, June has Jurassic World Dominion. And Lightyear, which mm-hmm, is another okay. Pixar movie that, that that actually got a lot of… Lightyear's going to do it. some doll hairs. Yeah, it sure Got is. a lot of buzz. Such a yeah, good trailer. It, it. it really is a good trailer. And then July has Thor, Love, and Thunder. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And Nope. It just feels so, like for the next seven months, it's just like a bucket of content is going to be… Dumped upon our heads, yeah. and I am yeah. here for it because,
3: now because you've said that out loud. Omicron is going to force all the theaters nationwide to yeah, close, probably. and it's going to be 20, gonna 2027 be the- before Death on the Nile comes out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm,
1: I mean, you know, there's always a chance, there's always a chance. Um, a couple new things that we have for this year because we're always trying to do something new, and it's the year of 2022 chunks here, season That's two. True of box office ball. One of those being our roster construction is going to be different this year. Uh, We're not just going to be pulling from actors and actresses. Normally, again, our rosters would have four actors or actresses that we're trying to hit on as many of these big box office movies as we project. Uh, We're only going to have three actors and actresses this year. And we're adding into the roster, you must have a director. Cool. You have to have a director on your squad. And so the way that that's going to be, and I'll we'll do more details in our Discord chat, the very first round of the draft is directors only. Cool. So you're going through directors. That means actually, so say that there were 20 people in this draft. We do a snake draft, which means the first pick also has, if there's 20 people, the 40th pick, right? It goes all the way down and comes back. Yeah. Makes it a little bit more fair to the person that has the last pick. If you have the last pick in this draft, that means you have the first pick at actors or actresses. You have the last director, but you have the first actor or actress. That makes sense? Yeah. As it comes back around and swings back around. When we talk about draft position for you guys, is there a spot that you feel like, knowing that the first round is directors and then we jump into the actors and actresses in the second round through the fourth, is there a spot specifically for you? That you think you would prefer, like, what last. is the dream spot to you in the draft? It's last. I think being twentieth,
3: so you get picked twenty and twenty-one. Now, now that it is directors only
1: in the first round, it is unequivocally last because you can. Well, I'm not going to give away my my secret yeah. here, but no, you're right. Yes, in my brain, in my brain, the math checks out. Last, close seems to the like end the for option. Me. Yeah,
3: feels good. Cool,
1: love that. And then last on the topic of last, I guess.
3: Um, if so hang could, on, I do course. have a question about our direct adding a director. Yeah, if there is a director who is, say, directing a big franchise movie this year, uh, but also might be an actor as well, um, could I pick that person for director and somebody else pick that person for actor?
1: Yeah, okay. it's
3: their credits, right? Like when you're going through and
1: you're researching actors to see what they have upcoming. Cool. It's it can also be no. Well, I want to make sure that we're very very clear here. Does Doge by picking that director also get their acting credits? Or Doja
3: saying, "Can somebody pick? Could Doja?" So pick- I'm talking. I mean, it's it's obvious. I'm talking about Taika Waititi, yeah, Right, directing Thor: Love and Thunder, but also probably acting in Thor: Love and Thunder as well. Oh no, you don't double. But could no, I pick? Sorry. Could I pick Taika as my director mm-hmm. and Jordan pick Taika as one of his actors? Yeah. Is we it like? Is, is it like Thunder Taika
1: money? director is Doja's pick? Taika That's the actor question. is Jordan's pick. Could that happen? Yeah. This is a good question. I think Kenneth Branagh was going to be my example. Yeah. Yeah. Does it feel more fair to split? or is it like hey this puts more emphasis on we can make that decision right here this puts more emphasis on the director draft it's like hey there's you can do more research here i think it's, it's i think semi rare to have a director when you pick the director they're day. off sure. the table they're done as a person so you can't even pick them as an actor i think yeah. but i think that the person gets every credit their name is attached to that i mean acting and directing. if you can yeah. grab yourself i mean taika wouldn't do anything for you cuz it's the same movie cuz it's the same movie right. yeah yeah yeah, but if it was like Free Guy came out during the same sure season. Yeah. That, that Okay. Yeah, so you'll get all of their credits. And again, we're really only going to be doing directing and acting because those are the only two roster spots right now. Production, composition, you know, all that other stuff doesn't count yet. Maybe that's for a future season of Box Office Ball. But to wrap up uh, this episode of Mini Monday, our first episode for the great year of 2022, Chunks, I'd love to have your name. And then… I want you to give me a movie that wasn't even named on this list. Maybe one that they haven't even heard of. The, the listeners, the Chunkies, that you think is going to be a, a box office ball, darling. I'm Carter. And dropping absolutely out of nowhere. But for those of you that, that have researched very closely and follow the demigod on Instagram, Vin Diesel is going to have some kind of bizarre thing that comes out <laughs> that's going to be a preamble to fast mm, hit. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily going to take the world by storm, but I think it's going to be a difference maker. It's going to take the world by sprinkle. Yep. Yeah.
3: Is this real? Is that real? No. Does it sound it like silly? it could be? I didn't know. With with Vin you can't really ever tell. <laughs> it's just did going we to be also about water sports? Friends. Did we also talk about how The Rock has now been like Oh, was, that's huge news. I was completely embarrassed by Vin and I will not be back for another Fast and Furious. Called him manipulative. Yeah.
1: Woof! He was like, he's like, yep. Yeah, these are the signs of him being manipulative. This is why I'm not a part of this anymore. This is how the feud started. Like he's bringing up things about like fam, like literal people's families. Yikes! Like, you know, do that, do this for the kids and stuff like that in his post to try and get Dwayne back. And he's like, bro, no. I just sold my six hundred thousandth case of Terramana. Mm. Like we're good. I've got other things going on. Jeez, Louise.
3: Thanks for bringing that up, Doge. It just makes me sad. It just means I'm not gonna like Fast Ten. <laughs> I know, but you'll like Hobbs and Shaw too, maybe. I'm Doge. What you might not know, uh, but you will when I'm done talking about it, is that uh, Fast 10 is releasing this year, but it's just The Rock. He's making his own Fast 10.
1: Whoa, that would make that would make a lot of money. It's F-A-S-T-E-N, Fasten, and then fasten. parentheses
3: your seatbelts. Yep. <laughs> More parentheses because we're going to drive very Brilliant. fast, all caps, in our cars. And there's 10 of us. For 10 hours and it's a super cut of all the Rock's scenes from every mm-hmm. Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daddy's got to go to work. Mm-hmm. Flexing the cast off on Yeah, of the
1: greatest Man, that makes history. me so sad that he's not going to be back. That sucks. <sighs> Good for him though. Stand your ground. Yeah, it's it's about
3: time Dwayne Johnson got a voice. <laughs> <laughs> he will not sit down. He's been. He's been so silent and passive. Just a little mouse of a man. I'm Jordan, and uh, funny enough, uh, the project that I'm looking forward to the most, uh, sort
1: of an underground hit type of situation, is also a Vin Diesel uh, project. Oh. Uh, the Pacifier 2. Oh. All the kids are back. Playing the same age.
3: Yeah. Um, except— I would love to see Vin Diesel with a fully grown adult strapped to him in the baby papoose thing, uh-huh. like he had on the Pacifier poster. Yes. I'm in. Yeah. No details have been released about the plot yet But uh,
1: there's a lot of speculations on the online forums um, Yeah I think even after the movie's released There'll be no details about the plot yeah, That's true Most likely Most likely <laughs> A lot of people really looking forward to it I can't believe we watched that That movie sucks I think it's fun I mean it's bad anyway, but it's tune fun. in for Catwoman tomorrow Yeah, right yeah. <laughs> That's true